Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. This is Laurie Mitchell and you are listening to Manifesting a New Earth. Today we are going to be talking about the danger of subsystems in our civilization and how the dependence on subsystems and multiple levels of technology creates pressure points and weak points for a long-term view. So if you've been listening to my shows, then you're aware that I am calling for a personal revolution on an individual scale. And the way that we do that is by learning how to be great creators and then learning how our beliefs and our collective beliefs, which are called worldviews, are holding us back from creating something amazing. Our collective beliefs overpower us when we give in to them and we do not even know they exist. And so, so topic by topic, we are exploring what it means to manifest a new earth without getting into the daily issues necessarily, the, the issues that come and go, but looking behind it for better possibilities for human beings and what it means to be a human being in this world where there is a mixture of humans. There's a real mixture with different values. And, and so the exploration today is, is just pointing out something that, that I notice about the way we are organizing ourselves as a worldwide civilization. And that is that we have a dependence on subsystems to hold our information and technology. And what I mean by that is coming from the computer industry, I understand what an operating system is and I understand that that sits on top of, so, so let me take a step back. All the programs that you and I interact with is one level. And then beyond that, those programs are dependent on which operating system they sit on. So, for instance, if you have a, an Apple computer, then you have an Apple operating system. If you have a PC, then you have um, Microsoft DOS-based or Microsoft Windows-based operating system. And beyond that, there are little sets of instructions underneath that that tell the, the hardware, the computer, what to do when you give it electricity. So imagine that you have your documents, which are not even in that, what I just talked about. Your documents are outside of that on the, the, the last layer. And that is, you know, your information is a document inside of a program called, for instance, Microsoft Word. And then that Microsoft Word program is sitting on a platform that is whatever the operating system is so that you can have a particular hardware system. So you've got a laptop, let's say. And, and I mean, then we have another category that is the iPad and the Android phones and the, the tablets. All of those are technology that you're interacting with and yet 
your information is supposedly somewhere in a cloud, but what is it based on? It's based on computers, which then have the level of document at the fifth level program that you interrelate with, like a spreadsheet, an app, whatever it is, a word, Microsoft Word, a, doc, um, a word processing program, and on and on, a banking program, whatever it is. And then underneath that, all those programs talk to the hardware with, with a layer of information or instructions that's called the operating system. And, and beyond that, I just want to point this out because it's kind of technical, but just get the ramifications of this long-term for, for pressure points and weak points. So we've got an operating system that is talking to the hardware. Well, in between the hardware and the operating system are a little set of instructions so that when you give the computer itself electricity, it knows what to do. So there's a surge of power that goes in, and the computer first takes the power and then starts sorting it into little zeros and ones that then go into an alphabetic system that's called the ASCII code or the American standard for information interchange. You understand how this is, and then that puts it into characters, which then strings it along into words, which then puts it into what you see eventually. All right, but in the first instance, when that electricity hits the hardware, the hardware goes to a little file that starts things rolling and says, oh, you have to go over here to this circuit to go and get your next instructions, which then becomes the operating system loads into the memory and so on. So this was not meant to be a computer technical talk. It was meant for you to get an analogy that you don't know about necessarily, but that's how the world has been structured now. That is how the world of technology is getting structured. And I'm not saying we shouldn't have technology this way. I'm saying that we are getting so blind to the subsystems that are within the technology we have that we are not, that the people making decisions about storage, and about a lot of very important processes that we use for humanity and for life, such as electricity and such as using um, information, they're making decisions not realizing all of this. So now imagine, from my perspective, when I hear that they're going to catalog the whole library systems of the world and all the books into CDs or into digital format, and isn't it going to be great? I'm like, what? <laughs> There's going to be nothing left of us in 5,000 years at all except the tips full of plastic. You know, if we, if we don't, in terms of information and in terms of building a society and building a human civilization so that it is useful and, and we build on what we know, the purpose of learning history is so we don't make the same mistakes and so we expand and yet... You know, if we really thought about it, let's get the most important data that we have on microfiche. Does that sound like a backward technology? It depends. If you're indexing and trying to retrieve information live, then absolutely it's a backward um, process. However, if we want endurance and if we want to make sure that we have um, the information stored that is important 
like the library, since scanning it into digital format in zeros and ones hides it from the future people, hides it from civilizations, and is not accessible without electricity. And guess what? The first time someone upgrades their operating system in commerce, they could wipe all that information and the project has to be started all over again. So I'm bringing this up as this is for you to be aware of not just world problems, but possibilities going forward in a way that starts you thinking longer term for not automatic decisions. Oh, this is great. We'll just put technology everywhere and it doesn't matter. Well, wait a minute. Sort the decision. Sort it into, first of all, okay, hang on. What are we going to be doing with this? We're not going to be retrieving it endlessly, so speed is not an, the importance endurance is. So therefore, take subsystems out. It's like cutting out the middleman. That's smart in this new earth. That's really smart. Cut out the middleman to get better prices and more efficiency as well as more direct purchases. So the same goes for our technology. So when you are going forward in life and you are thinking about what decisions to make, what products to choose, how to organize your own life, doing a personal revolution, I don't want you to go bunker. I want you to be in positions of importance. I want you to be wealthy and spending that money well in, in the world. And so I want you to go out and do your own thing well and earn a lot of money doing your own thing in areas that make a difference for new possibilities for the future. And so stop doing those jobs that, and those careers that you know are hurting this planet and, and hurting the people on it, hurting the individuals on it. Just stop doing those jobs and find another job where you can contribute from your own purpose. If you are listening to this right now, this is your message. You're supposed to be doing something else, so get to it. And you know it. It's just a matter of transitioning, but you have to make the decision to do it. When you get into those positions, start to think in terms of short-term usefulness for technology, but long-term, less subsystems for important projects. And that does mean that, for instance, the library system you know, let's put it on microfiche. Why? Because you only need the sun and a piece of glass to magnify it to see. And plastic seems to last a very long time. Or, you know, some other sort of plastic. You know, all these great things. We're using it for nappies and diapers. <laughs> We're using plastic for nappies and diapers that are, you know, thrown away and used once instead of for cataloging and and holding the entire knowledge of humanity. And that there's a big difference between... See, I haven't heard this conversation elsewhere, and I'm concerned that nobody else has really thought about it. And I'd like, and from my unique perspective of the computer industry, plus thinking about a new earth and wanting to learn from the past that has been hidden from us, specifically hidden from us. Even though it's carved in stone, it's being hidden from us, and the subsystems are the changes in language. So imagine that on the technology side of it and us now. It's not that my droplet 
in the eternity of life needs to be remembered at all. I have a book. Whether or not it'll be cataloged and held doesn't matter. I'm an eternal being. I've been here before. I've, I'm here in many times and places. And right now we have an opportunity, you and I, to make new decisions going forward with the right knowledge and with, with more perspective and an expanded knowledge, not right knowledge, but an expanded knowledge and, and making sure that we have the most important information to change and grow in a way that is more connected to source and more prosperous for us so that we can pursue happiness. Just in general, to pursue happiness and expand our gifts and our talents as human beings. Oh my gosh, human beings are amazing. Amazing. We are not a virus on this planet. We are acting like one, but we are not a virus on this planet consuming everything. We have that choice. And that's what's amazing about humanity. It's a choice we have. But when we get out of our zombie state of thinking and start choosing with an intention for new possibilities for the earth and humanity, then we get empowered. Then we get to open up to new possibilities. We stop arguing with those around us. We stop arguing with those in front of us. We start honoring our teachers and our nurses and our firemen more than than the soldiers. And, and I'm not saying that there's a time and place for soldiers and honoring a contribution but I just go, but hang on, wait a minute. Why are we going forth with statues and monuments for war rather than for teachers and, and firemen and nurses, for instance? Those, why aren't we doing monuments for those groups of people? Why aren't we honoring those that serve individuals rather than those that serve a colonial world. And please don't get me wrong, I know that people have made sacrifices in their families and with themselves. So I'm, I'm, I don't mean to dishonor. It's, it's, a, it's a topic that I just want to say, but hang on. When you come back, you should be right in there with firemen, with nurses, with teachers. That's... We're, that there's a huge missing piece to our bigger puzzle here. So let's create a system that doesn't continue thinking the same way. And the reason that we keep doing this war thing is because we haven't got the history available to us to see that we have been down this track so many times before that we have destroyed our own civilization on this planet several times. And now that we have rebuilt it again, this isn't the peak of our civilization. We've been here before and we had it better because we didn't have pollution. But we still had power and control and manipulation and corruption. And we've got to learn from this. So I want people to have this history, this history that you and I are living through right now. We're front row seats. We're living through it. We are watching the house of cards fall. Maybe not as soon as we'd like, Maybe not as easily as we'd like, 
But on the other side of that, we are watching new possibilities being born. Wouldn't you like for future generations to have a reference point for how not to get here and how we got around it, how we overcame it this time? how we created new possibilities. Well, that means not depending on subsystems. If we take that whole computer library document management scenario to another level and kept going down, the dependence on electricity is going to be our downfall if we, if we choose not to change our dependence on larger systems. So if you're in government, if you're in politics, there will be a day of reckoning for everything that's happening now. And it will come back to individuals. Yes, we will have an amnesty. But think about how much you want to contribute now and have to deal with later. It hasn't been coming yet, but it will be in the future. We will have war crime tribunals, but it will be a crime against individuals not a crime against nations or countries. And just think about the decisions that you are making now and look at how to open up new possibilities while working where you are with what you have. You don't have to fight against it. Just keep watching for what you can do with a bigger picture of possibilities. Just keep looking for how you can make a difference. Some of us are messengers, some of us are teachers, some of us are warriors, some of us are, are pro protesters. So some of us are, are mothers and fathers creating a secure home for the next generation and bringing them into the world. So some of us are grandparents who are doing that for the generation before. Whatever it is, some of us are architects of the new world as well. And, and I want you to sing. I want you to sing in your own voice. I want you to, to do your own part and know that these pieces of the puzzle are important to know and to think differently. So thinking differently from a more flatter civilization structure for your projects is what's really important. Does it mean we have to be held back? Well, it means we have to think in more natural terms with less subsystems, closer to home, more local, when we can, and then choose for ourselves within those buying systems. So every individual can choose buying system and can choose to know a little bit more about how things are made and who gets the money and, and how why this costs how much it is, and who actually owns this company. Those, all of those are breaking down the subsystems into individuals, into going back to not individualism as a right, but individualism as a responsibility. And so, so taking the secrets and the hidden stuff out completely, do you know that's what the word, word occult means? It means hidden. And there is a lot of occultism going on right now in this, on this planet because as soon as information to help individuals in humanity prosper and become more expressive and to create something new that takes us on a new, new possibility, that gets suppressed. And it's not okay anymore because we, we know this. Thank God for the Internet.
but I that thanking God is I'm serious about that. Thank God for everything that's opening up for us. Thank God for the problems that we've had up until now so that we can start choosing something new. Life wants peace. Life is tired of war. War is old. Life wants new stuff. Can you feel that? Life wants peace. But now we know what peace really means. You see, those of us that are of the generation that within the next 30 years are going to experience what peace really is, we will know what it is and what it costs to have peace. And, and some, of, some of the people that have fought wars understand that intimately. But all of us will understand the vigilance it takes as an, on an individual level to not necessarily just proxy out our authority, even if that's how it, we started out, even if we started out being born inside of a system that was ready to take us and, and our parents were already programmed into it, that that's the way, it, and many, many parents, generations before that. So think of those subsystems more. Ponder when you look around life, what it looks like to have multiple levels of subsystems and see if with the basics of life as well as the longer-term plans, you can cut out the middle structures of that and have it be more direct. I think that's what some of the people who are going off the grid are doing from that perspective. I see it that they're going in fear. And I'd love it that they were going in service of the planet and in service of long-term humanity, as well as honoring their families and live a more peaceful life. It's so easy. In a moment, you can change your attitude to, from fear to service, to abundance, to recognition, like a parent, like growing up and then becoming an, an adult and starting to take control without going into that childish up and down emotion. And I don't mean childish in a derogatory term. Children are amazing. They come here awake. Then we put them to sleep. They wake us up and then they go to sleep. Ready for the next generation, I guess. But this is a time of transition and we have to be patient with people. We have to be loving as they as we listen to them think that they that they understand or or do the knee-jerk reaction and not understand we just have to move away from that and and not engage them but send them love and move on our way unless we're one of the ones that are the resilient teachers in the meantime, go right now, it's time to go with the ones that understand more about what's going on and why. And that's what this is about. Manifesting new, a new earth is about understanding why we got to where we did and then looking at new possibilities and creating new possibilities from right now because that's where new possibilities get born. I heard this beautiful quote once from Warner Earhart and he said that, Eagles and elephants were born, the possibility for eagles and elephants were born the moment the first fish climbed out of the mud and breathed its first breath. 
the possibilities for eagles and elephants were born the moment that the first fish climbed out the mud and breathed its first breath. That's a long way between those. And yet, here we are. Here we are living on this planet. That's what possibilities are. They don't necessarily look too sexy when they first are born. However, when you take a possibility and create it or create multiple possibilities rather than the same old thing, you do it from a, an intention of the future for expansion for you, not for division and certainly not for depreciation of anything. So whatever you're doing is, as a possibilities for new, do it from an appreciation perspective. Appreciation of money is a good thing. Appreciation of a human being is a wonderful thing. And it's, it's received in a, in a way that expands others. Appreciation for yourself, appreciation for nature, that's plugging into source. That's plugging, plugging into the God power that is within us, that connects us all. So I really want you to have that freedom to choose by knowing that, hey, hang on a sec, we're going down a single possibility track here with subsystems. And it's not looking too good for, for storage and remembering what's important. So come back to more direct methods of technology when it comes to long-term knowledge, when it comes to the most important vital services like water, food, shelter. And then beyond that, once those are done, clothing, transport, those kinds of things, they come after that. But we should be relying on very simple technologies with very few, if, if none, if no subsystems in between, so that the knowledge cannot be suppressed or hidden ever again. And what does that mean? It means that individuals may not profit from it, but they may share it. Because guess what? Those that are creating new technologies did not invent the metal that they're using. They did not invent anything that they're using to go on, all of us as humanity add to what's come before us. Our ancestors and generations before us have provided the technologies that we build on and change as our knowledge of the universe grows and how, how the universe works. So you think that you have unique knowledge. You have a point of view knowledge that's coming to you and coming through you. You need to know that not one other is not going to profit from what you do, but rather that everyone is and you get to too. That you get well provided for. Absolutely, I'm not talking about communism. I am talking about a very important contribution to more. And that if you're in that creative spark, you just keep creating. But you're creating from the backs of others. And just know that. So patenting things, patenting things, and holding copyrights, and holding all sorts of, of 
intellectual property rights to block everyone from it, it's getting to be madness, mental madness, and it's constricting the whole world. For a limited amount of time, patents are supposed to be available. I think it's seven years for copyright and I think 20 years for patents. No matter what, people shouldn't be able to hold. If they're going to use the, the technology as, and use it as a head start, that's but beyond that, we need to get out there and just get it happening. We need to not worry about, as individuals, not worry about protecting our rights. We need to keep creating, and we will be rewarded. We just have to keep doing what we need to do and collecting and collaborating with others in groups that are not corporate groups, not monopolies. And we're not aiming at the monopolies or anything. Just focusing on individuals for individuals. So it's that going back to the small business individual trading and allowing other people to do the same, having free technology being built by anyone who wants to. So just remember those subsystems are, for some systems, they are not helping any of us. And, they're, and they're, we need to keep opening up for more direct technology. Keeping what we have now is great, but just notice when we create new that we have to create from a more direct source. My name is Lori Mitchell, and you've been listening to Manifesting into Worth. If you'd like to know more about the creative method that I have called Speed Feed Manifesting is available on Amazon as a book, and you can also go to my website for more information, www.speedmanifesting.com. Thanks for listening.